This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, are you watching The Last of Us? Not yet. I'm planning on it. I played the video game on PlayStation 3 like 10 years ago and enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I played the game a bit, but I've quickly realized uh, that I'm not good at video games anymore. I was enjoying the story. <laughs> But those dang but it was, zombies. It was too much work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, eh, so this is well, perfect you're in for luck. me. Yeah. yeah. Like, Boy, I, do I have a deal for you? I wish I could just sit in front of the TV and not move my thumbs while watching <laughs> this. Yeah. Well, everyone's raving about it, right? Yeah. They say it's really good. I, I, I don't know. I guess there were some spoilers in the last episode, but apparently it's very sad. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like watching it on Twitter, and there, I'm seeing like still shots of whatever sad moment is happening. I don't want to say anything, but. I don't really understand the context, so it's not a spoiler for me. But something tragic happened in the show, apparently. Yeah. Uh, a number of people saying it's the first video game uh, adaption of a movie or TV show that has made them cry. Hmm. I don't know. The original Super Mario, Mario Bros. got to me. Those poor kids. They just wanted to belong. <laughs> Mortal Kombat? <laughs> Some of those fatalities brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, that looks painful. Last of Us, getting mm. some seriously good reviews from critics and audiences. It's on HBO if you haven't checked it out. I think I will wait until they all come out so I can just binge it. Because it is a, right now it's a one's released every week situation. Mm-hmm. I can't wait around for <laughs> next week to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. I did see a good show yesterday. I started texting you. It's new on Netflix. And I, I started watching it thinking it was like a legit uh, documentary about Earth, like the Planet Earth series, right? Yeah. Like the history of of our planet. And it turns out it's a, it's a comedy. It's called Kunk on Earth. Kunk? C-U-N-K on Earth. This comedian, she's uh, English and her name is uh, Philomena Kunk. And, which is, you got to be careful when you're saying that. Yeah, it sounds like seven (laughs) swears put together. Exactly. But she is so deadpan and so funny, and she interviews, like, real experts. Nature experts, Nature experts and history Uh, experts. But asks them the most ridiculous questions, and I had to pause it a couple times. I was laughing so hard yesterday, and it's been a while since that has happened. I love that deadpan stuff. It's such a skill. I crack up at everything. I don't have it. Like Nathan Fielder on Nathan For You, it's kind of, you know, it's like a fake documentary kind of thing. A lot of the Daily Show guys, when they do their field pieces, are are brilliant at it. Colbert used to be awesome at it. Kunk on Earth. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We had to call an audible with Devin Peacock Sports at the bottom of the hour uh, because Tom Brady announced his retirement. Big news. The story we were hoping to talk about. I mean, we really were looking forward to talking about some uh, junior varsity girls basketball uh, down there in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Specifically this story. (laughs) Two weeks ago, a, a team in Virginia was in a tournament Now, there was one player, a 13-year-old girl, who couldn't uh, play in the tournament for some reason. So the team's coach decided to pose as the girl and enter the game herself. (laughs) (laughs) How old? How old was this team supposed to be? 
Uh, the 13-year-old girls playing <laughs> playing in this. The uh, the coach is 22 years old, so not super, you know, no, not super old. But she's a 22-year-old woman posing as a 13-year-old girl, wearing the girl's number and pretending she is one of the players. Oh, I hope she did full pigtails and, like, fake headgear. Starts talking with a lisp. And this is... A- <laughs> Hey guys, how are you? Yeah, wow, I'm so awkward. <laughs> it's weird. I hate my mom, don't you? <laughs> and my sisters. <laughs> uh, word got out. A video is now online of this woman. Her name is Arlisha Boykins, a 22 year old coach of this basketball team. She was fired from the school. So, this was a paid position. Several other coaches, including the head coaches, of the JV and varsity teams were also let go. The girls on the team decided to opt out of the rest of the season. Oh, Here man. is the uh, the father of the girl that the coach was impersonating talking about the experience. Coaches, you know, always preach to the kids about integrity and those type of things. So I was just shocked. I, I just need, you know, an apology, you know, because I haven't yet received one from, you know, the overseer of the program or nothing. You know, he just came out and just told us the stipulations of what was going to happen. But <laughs> there was no apology. Man, I was fingers crossed. There's a video online, and there is. I haven't watched it yet, but this description is hilarious. Uh, a television uh, station news uh, has posted a clip here, description. The clip shows one older player, believed to be Boykins, hitting an easy layup, blocking a shot, then connecting on a pair of three free throws. Remarkably, she's even seen ce- uh, giving a celebratory hand gesture after converting an easy layup against players who are nearly a decade younger. So she's out there celebrating like she's balling. Oh, God. Just smacking. Boy- Boykins can see doing a windmill dunk <laughs> and three alley oops. <laughs> we are joined by our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Yesterday, you made the prediction, speculated. I was, uh, was less a prediction, more just speculating. Speculated that Tom Brady may return to the Bay Area where he grew up and play one last season in the NFL for the San Francisco 49ers. Well, guess what Tom Brady just announced this morning? Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring. Nailed it. (laughs) Hold on. I'm retiring for good, he says. And he would never take this back. No, he's, (laughs) I mean, we all know when he says something, he means it. Now, Let's give some context to what I was saying yesterday because uh, there was talk around the NFL that uh, whoever is the quarterback for the uh, San Francisco 49ers next year might not currently be on the roster, which led to speculation about Tom Brady. So that was yeah, that was what I was saying. So but that you was not a did, prediction. You also did speculate uh, when the season ended and he did that final press conference in Tampa. One, you speculated that he wasn't returning to Tampa Bay. Yeah. You also said... It sounds like it might be time for Tom Brady to just take the big paycheck and start going in the announcer's booth 
Smith and, and doing the TV thing for Fox. He's got $375 million over 10 years waiting for him. So he's got a, a big incentive to say, you know what? I'm 45, going on 46. Time to say goodbye to the NFL playing and hello to the NFL announcing. This video that he posted announcing his retirement, the caption is truly grateful on this day. Thank you. Uh, Prayer hands emoji, heart emoji. But in the video, he shot it himself um, on his phone, and it looks like he woke up in a sand dune. (laughs) (laughs) Like he slept on the beach last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've decided I'm going to retire for good after uh, doing some uh, psychotropics and sleeping <laughs> under the stars. Uh, the universe has opened up to me. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers was right. This is good stuff. <laughs> Look at those stars, man. <laughs> but are you going to say for sure, is this... It's got to be. Is this I 100%? I said the same thing about Kiss. <laughs> right? I said the same thing about John McClain. I said, this man's retiring. He'll never save a building. And then sure enough, yeah. you know, he's, he's the best in the biz. He's too old. Yeah. I, I do think this season took a lot out of him. I mean, his he lost his wife <laughs> because of this. The team, in a divorce. In a she's divorce. Still alive. Yeah, she's still alive. But the team uh, was not good. Uh, the team struggled. And you know, the, the passion, I think, kind of, you could see it kind of going out of him a little bit. It wasn't just as fun to do all the things he does in the offseason. Like, he's known in the offseason for just never stopping, always working, always perfecting. And after, like, 23 years of doing that, it just, I think, you know, gets to the point of uh, wearing down on you. He said he wanted to play at 45. He accomplished that. I mean, there's nothing more for him to accomplish. So, I Hold mean, we'll, your head high, Tom Brady. You did okay. We'll, we'll wait for <laughs> Shake it off. It, he, he, his last retirement lasted 40 days. We'll wait 41 days to make sure he feels uh, certain about this one. But he, in the comment, he says, you know, last time around, I had this big, long goodbye. You only get one of those. So this is me just saying, sign The Taz and Jim Podcast. There have been some pretty wild trends on TikTok. The Tide Pod Challenge. Yep, classic. Milk Crate Challenge, where people are trying to climb the pyramid and breaking their spines. (laughs) The Milk Crate Challenge. Well, here's the latest challenge that experts are advising you not to join into. uh, The Great White Shark Eating Challenge. Now, this is speaking of Spielberg. This is not getting eaten by a great white shark. This is you doing the eating. Huh? How? A TikToker in China is facing an $18,500 fine for posting a video where she eats a great white shark. Shows her buying the shark illegally, then cooking it over a big fire. Uh. She then picks up a huge chunk of great white shark and takes a bite of it. The issue is they're considered a vulnerable species. They're protected in China. Um, So they went to her house, confiscated the leftovers, tested the tissue samples, confirmed it was, in fact, a great white shark, and they charged her with violating China's wild animal protection law. That's one expensive meal. That's for sure. I've heard of shark fin soup in certain Asian countries. It's a delicacy, and that was wiping out a lot of sharks in the area. But uh, 
I guess you can eat shark meat in a, var- a variety of different ways. The TikToker did describe the meat as very tender. <laughs> the rare meat. It's like butter. Yeah. I wonder, like, now that they talk about it, I am curious. I obviously would never do it. But anytime you hear somebody t- eating, like, crocodile or kangaroo or something, you're like, what would it taste like? Chicken. Generally, yeah. <laughs> Usually it just tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, this article also says a couple other deterrents. Reasons you should not eat great white shark meat, besides the whole illegal thing. It's really high in mercury. Oh, boy. So it can make you sick. And uh, sharks, great white sharks, absorb urine through their flesh. They don't pee out of a designated pee hole. They excrete urine through their skin. And I'm out. <laughs> You don't like your shark meat sautéed in urine? <laughs> Tangy. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, you uh, want to put a smile on everyone's face. Uh, nothing better than a good blooper reel, huh? Yeah, and we're thinking about, like, when's it going to be warm? Springtime makes you think about the Blue Jays. And Saskatoon Kinsmen, uh, they just got a big get for their sports dinner, their 61st annual sports uh, celebrity sports dinner. They've got uh, doing a, a a speech there as their special guest, Toronto Blue Jay star Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Oh, cool! So he's about to go out there in a, in a month or so, and he's he's you know in this room about Saskatoon, to- Saskatchewan. <laughs> yes, heard of it? Uh, well, I thought you're. I'm like, well, I'm not going to that. It's too far away. What do you? What's that? <laughs> We're not promoting the, no, the no. sports dinner. We're not trying to sell tickets no, to no. this No, no. With thing. Game of Palooza, we've got a pair. <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, it's it's happening in like a month or something like that. So this Vladdy's is the special. promo video he's made yes. for the dinner. He's in this hotel room and he's about to film a promo video, and he's just having some real trouble pronouncing the word Saskatoon. Remember speed. Nice. Down production. Take one. one. Hey Saskatoon. 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 Sound production, take two. Hey, Saskatoon. 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 Action! Hey, Saskatoon. Es que tengo que decirlo lento. Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Action! Hey, no, 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 Hey, Saskatoon, see you next month. There we go. Hey, Saskatoon, see you next month. Saskatoon. It's funny because you can say it when the guy says it to him, but as soon as it's action, he cannot say the S in Saskatoon. Yeah. English is our first language. We do the same thing when we're filming videos yeah. sometimes. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Juno nominations came out yesterday. Nominated for Rock Album of the Year, Three Days Grace with Explosions. The Sheepdogs, Out of Sight. You know, we love that one in the Taz household. Nickelback's Get Rolling. <laughs> Nickelback, I love them. I love that people are coming back around on them. Yeah. I, I think it's fun. They're a fun band. Uh, Billy Talent, Crisis of Faith, and Alexis on Fire, Otherness. Those are your nominees for Rock Album of the Year. Now, this uh, category got a lot of attention online yesterday. Group of the Year. You have the Country Western Siblings, the Rec Laws nominated. They're cool. Metric, Billy Talent, Arkells. Love them all. 
Hammer represent there. Um, and Arcade Fire. Yeah, that's the one that uh, people were calling out. Obviously, uh, there has been some rumor, some accusation. A tough year, basically, for the band Arcade Fire mm -hmm. because of frontman Wynn Butler's sexual misconduct allegations from numerous women. Um, so there was a, a, a bunch of people, including uh, The Beaches. I know it's the band The Beaches. Said congratulations to everyone nominated for Group of the Year except Arcade Fire hmm. on their social media account yesterday. Yeah, the heat's on Win Butler right now. It sucks to be every other member of Arcade Fire who put their heart and soul into this album and now yeah. been crapped on if they did nothing wrong. What about the other seventy-five band members? <laughs> True, <laughs> but it, you know, seeing the the. The outcry yesterday and the disgust from some people over Arcade Fire's nomination, it's got me interested in the Junos, because imagine they win Group of the yeah. Year. Yeah, oh, I cannot <laughs> see that happening. People are this angry that they got nominated. Imagine oh. they win. The question is, are they the Group of the Year? Like, it, if you take... Were they I, the best? Yeah. If this wasn't... Uh, if this wasn't a factor, if these allegations didn't exist, would they be the group of the year? Do you still give them the award hmm. or do you take it away because of what wins accused of? I think maybe this was the litmus test. Let's put them in the category. You know, like they got that far. Let's see how the uh, audience reacts. Uh, and if they're looking at the litmus test right now, if they give them the final award for group of the year, I, I would be shocked. I would be absolutely shocked, especially the Junos. It's very, it's non-confrontational. It's Canadian through and through. Very polite group of They're people, those Canadians. They're not a bunch Canadians. of pot stirrers. Well, I'll find out what happens. Edmonton, March 13th, will be the Juno Awards for 2023. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Just a reminder, there is some snow on the ground. If you are walking past a snowman, I know it's tempting, but don't punch it in the face. Don't punch snowmen in the face, and here's why. Yeah, this is from London Blog. There's a whole write-up here what happened. It's caught on camera. I think it's a ring camera. A car pulls up to a T-intersection, and then in a neighborhood on somebody's front lawn, you can see a bunch of snow sculptures. This guy runs up, obviously, to do some damage. Now, the write-up here goes, A man's horrible attempt to ruin a beloved London snow culture sculpture has turned into a comical failure. The London man behind the sculpture says he's going to continue making life-size snow sculptures despite the recent attempt to destroy his passion pot project. So somebody in London, Ontario, has spent a lot of time making these nice snow sculptures. This car rolls up at midnight, says they're going to smash it. So one guy hops out of the car. He grabs a piece of ice, like a big chunk, off the road and then throws it right at the sculpture. No Rude. damage done. No damage done. So he decides, I'm going to run full tilt at it, throw a giant haymaker with my right fist and see if that works. He's going to punch it. So he punches the snow sculpture. His fist stops dead because it looks like it's made directly of ice and his wrist like bends in on itself. And then, and then for the next 20 to 30 seconds, he's sitting there holding his arm like he's seriously injured. I don't know if you've had a wrist injury like that, but I can totally see because his hand kind of goes limp. Yeah. And then he's like, he's trying to save face, I think, in front of his buddy. So he goes back to destroy a different sculpture. But this time he kicks it and his like right arm is totally numb and like hanging there. <laughs> and then he gives up and runs back to the car. Speculation that this guy may have broken his wrist or 
his hand. I've seen that injury before. Someone punches something, one of their knuckles ends up like back oh, yeah. halfway down their hand. Yeah. <laughs> like he looks in, like he's in some serious pain. Not worth it. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, I saw this online, I think last winter. Somebody built a giant snowman in their front yard and, and uh, a vandal decided to drive their truck to knock the snowman over, like drive the truck straight through the snowman. Mm -hmm. What they didn't know is that it was built around a tree stump. (laughs) So the guy in the truck... An immovable object. (laughs) Instant karma. Yeah. uh, When you get through that first layer of snow and you hit a stump. And there's no fleeing the scene after that. Right. (laughs) 